Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Hi, I'm Belinda Janneke, and today I've got Riza Sidat with me all the way from Rubicon in Bloemfontein. Hi, Riza. Hi, Belinda. How are you? Always good in you. That's great. You are currently a commercial manager um, at Rubicon, and um, today we really just want to go into a day in your life and so on. But let's start with when and why did you develop this interest in this industry? Okay, so... From a young age, I've always enjoyed construction. It was most enjoyable thing for me to see. I mean, you're working, you're looking at a plan, and six, seven months later, you've got this beautiful building up. It all comes out from ideas. And if you look at the industry on a whole, everything goes about development. Nothing stays the same. You get old buildings need to be demolished, rebuilt. You look at roads need to be redone. There's a lot of facilities which need to be constructed, and I always saw a need in that. So that's why I progressed to becoming a quantity surveyor and moving into the industry. Okay, Riza, I have to ask, did COVID have an impact on your industry? On the construction industry as a whole, not really. We were one of the lucky ones where um, when the lockdown came into effect, the construction industry was only locked down for about a month or two and we could go back to work. Um, where other fields were on lockdown for much longer. So in terms of um, jobs, we we didn't have to retrench anyone. Not many were affected by that in terms of our company. I know a lot of other construction companies, the smaller ones, were definitely affected. But currently we're seeing a a definite uptick in projects and it's starting to pick up a lot again. So those that made it through have a a very good opportunity going forward in, um, in making an imprint in the industry for the next couple of years, yes. Okay. But but now if I think about everybody starting to work from home, a lot yes. of people, um, th- you know, that dynamic has now changed. Yeah. Now there's these open buildings. What Correct. is happening with them? So we're seeing a lot of office buildings being affected by the COVID pandemic. Um, a lot of people working from home, like you said. So those spaces are not being utilized any longer. And you don't see the need for big office buildings any longer. If you've got responsible employees, they're sitting at home and they're working from home. Um, So what we're seeing is a different view to these projects now. People are taking these office buildings and redeveloping them into residential. Because, Mm. I mean, you can think about it. It was used as office space before. Um, Those people are working from home. So why not get an apartment now? And Mm. you can have a little space where you can work. So they're redeveloping it into smaller apartments, micro apartments. When I say micro, it's a bed, a kitchen, a bathroom, everything in one. And um, it's it's affordable to even your entry level um, professionals. And that's what they that's the target market that they they currently targeting is. Okay. And then, so I could see that you have, you've started as a quantity surveyor. Correct. You have been promoted a, a, to being a cost manager. Yes. And you are currently now a commercial manager. And now this question is, I see that you also have an MBA. Yes. Was that necessary for you to get there? Or why did you decide to do an MBA? I come from a business background. I was, I was, um, quite lucky to be part of a family business which uh, was very orientated in terms of retail and wholesale um, and a lot of my skills came from a very young age in terms of management so yes it definitely had an effect on where I am today the MBA also broadens your perspectives on 
how you see and manage people. And then also it upskills you in many of your day-to-day tasks. So it's definitely something that I think assisted me in where I am today. And it's opened many doors going forward in okay. terms of networking. Yes, yeah, so it All right. So, so being a commercial manager, what does yeah. that mean? Okay, so what a, firstly, a quantity surveyor. Let me start there. And um, people see a quantity surveyor as someone that counts bricks. They call us <laughs> brick counters. Um Alternatively, they'll say, yeah, he's, he estimates the cost of a building for a client. But it's not that. It's, it's a very broad spectrum um, mm. skill and profession to be in. So I'm going to go over to the commercial manager, and this is what I do. I manage the financial aspects of all our projects, as well as the commercial law side of things. So contractually negotiating with my clients, making sure that we as a company are safe, as well as my client at the end of the day. So... We manage the financial aspects of projects, we do the budgeting, the financing, we ensure that your projects are feasible and that they are profitable at the end of the mm. day. So that's my daily tasks, but that's just uh, it in a nutshell. There's obviously a lot of intricate detail in that. Yeah. So, so, so are you limited then to, you know, a, a space, for instance, like Bloemfontein? Yeah. Um, and I could see, you know, you, you have done some projects in Cape Town and so on. I mean, yeah, yeah. 60 million rand for a project. And <laughs> I, I, that's probably not even the highest number no there. Um, but how far do you travel? How often do you travel? Okay, so I work around the country. Bloemfontein is our head office base. This is where I'm based. However, I manage different regions around the country and their projects within those regions. So I try and travel at least once a month to my projects to ensure that everything's going according to plan. Everything's doing what everyone's doing what they need to do. Um, and yes, I travel to different parts. I can name a few if you'd like. Well, what I'm actually interested in is is currently which area has the most projects that you are busy working on? Definitely Western Cape areas. Okay. And the Northern Cape, believe it or not. The Free State has been extremely quiet for the last two years. There's been minimal development here. And that's, that's the thing about construction. You're able to broaden your horizons and work wherever there's a project requirement. Yeah. So, yes. Um, Cape Town, I'm quite busy. Um, George, Western Cape area, very, very busy as well. Okay. Yeah. And that can be anything from a house until up to, you know, something like an office space. Um, yes. It's not just limited to big construction yeah. projects like a building or whatever. It's, no, it's, it can be a house. It's different aspects. We get... Like we, we've got an infrastructure department, we've got buildings department, we do renewable energy, which is quite new, which is solar farms. It's quite interesting okay. and a very niche product that we're busy with. So yes, um, it's not limited to a building. We do roads, we do wastewater treatment works, we do water um, treatment plants, and then also your hospitals, schools, universities. We do quite a bit of different projects. It's, everything's different and unique. So that sounds like you are not necessarily doing the same thing every day, basically. It's not at all. Um, you get onto a project and every day is different. I mean, you're seeing it come from the ground up. Every day it looks different. And after six months, you complete that project, move over to the next one. And the next one's completely different again. Each client has their own need, yeah. their own vision, and they put it onto a plan. And that's what we construct for them. Okay, but now I have to ask you, did yes. you ever doubt your decision? Because it doesn't sound like it, but have you ever doubted your decision? <laughs> no, I don't think I'd change profession. Um, okay. I, I've always enjoyed what I've done. It's something I'm passionate about. You wake up in the morning want to go to work. That's, that's yeah. exactly and how that's it should important. be. And that's important. Correct, yes. Yeah. All right, but now, 
what is the worst thing about your job? The worst thing? Yeah. I'd say there's the biggest challenge and I wouldn't see it as, I'm not a very pessimistic person. Yeah. But when we look at the worst things is when you, you're busy with work and you submit your claim at the end of the month and then you wait for your payment and yeah. your client can't pay you. So you have to carry that financial backing for the project for months on end until we work with different departments, government, government mm. departments, private clients, etc. And if the funding's not in place, then you 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 stuck with that problem. And um, it's not the worst thing in the world because it, it does get sorted out at the end of the day. Mm. But it's definitely um, a stressful part of of, of the the profession. Sure. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. So. What what will you say is the best part? I mean, for me, it would have been traveling. But <laughs> what, what do you think is the best part about your job? No, like you said, it's I enjoy the traveling. You get to see different areas of your country which you never imagined. We work in the smallest and rural of areas, and then work in the most beautiful parts of the country. And every everything's unique. I mean, you get an email tomorrow to say you've been awarded a project in Alsbreit, and you think to yourself, "Wow, you can go see mm. the Kruger National Park." Yes. Um, so you always also what I do is I try and and plan my travels around a weekend where I can actually go see that part of the country. Yeah. So I love that, and I also enjoy working with people. Um, I've got a team of younger quantity surveyors working with me, and the fact that they'll walk up to you and say, "You know what? I need help with this, or how do I do this? Can you assist me?" And for me, it's the nicest thing to hear that they'll come to you for that mentorship and. Yeah. It's really something you enjoy doing. Some people don't, but I really enjoy that, yes. Well, that is at least some positive th- you know, news yeah, yeah. for everybody that's listening now as well because <laughs> um, you know, you want to help people and you want to let them grow. and Correct. you know, So that will be a, a benefit actually to work with, with you one day. So yeah, that, that's amazing. Okay, but Riza, what will you tell your younger self? Um, any advice that you would have given yourself, let's say 10, 15 years ago? I would say... This is a difficult one because this is from my perspective. But I was always the type that said, how can I ever guide someone or tell them to do something when I'm older? I don't know how to do that myself. So I was the type of person that would go and pick up a spade and go and um, help in an excavation and make sure I can do it myself before I go and ask the guy, why is he doing that way? way." Um, But as I said, I, I grew up in a family business and I started off packing shelves and unloading trucks and working at a tailor. So that's where I started and I could manage that that business today. Mm. And the same going into construction, like I said, if you can't pick up a spade and do it yourself, then how are you ever going to become a manager going forward? So yes, always start at the bottom. It's You, you don't have to be embarrassed about starting at the bottom. Mm. Um, the skills that you acquire, you can't acquire anywhere else and yes. it's all self-made. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates. It, it just reminds me now of mm-hmm. Bill Gates, who said, um, you know, so he's got these eleven rules for life, and one of them was also, you know, down uh, or something like burger, burger flipping. Yes, uh, shouldn't be looked down or frowned Not upon because that's your opportunity. You know, that's of that's course. where you can start, and that's an opportunity. Yes. Um, okay. So, um, what don't we know about construction industry? The construction industry as a whole, I'd say. This is something that's also, I'd say, a challenge, but every project is unique and you're working with different professionals. That's also something that we need to understand. You're a quantity surveyor. 
there's different ways you can go into quantity surveying. You can work in a professional firm where you where you are basically a consultant for a client. You you are basically representing him in a project. So you're doing his feasibility mm. and he will then appoint a contractor. Or you can work as a quantity survival contractor, which I am. And um, that's on the other side now. You, you're developing that service or product for the client. He's giving it over to you to do it. And that other QS is managing you. Yeah. So what I enjoy about this is I work with engineers, you work with quantity surveyors, you work with accountants, you work with lawyers. It's a whole range of professions that you work with. Um, and if you look at any building, I mean, look at hospitals, for example. It's a doctor working there, but you need to put up that facility. Your lecture rooms, yeah, it's students sitting there, but who's put up that facility? It's the contractor. Mm. Um, so it's a, it's a very vast and it's a widespread um, industry. And people just see it as you're building a building or you're constructing something, but there's so much more. Yes. You get to meet different people. You get to learn new skills. Um, and like I said, every project is unique, and that's what makes it so exciting. And I assume that networking will be one of your top skills that you need to have. Definitely. It's, yeah. um, I'm very good at networking. That's if I can give it to myself. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a skill you learn, and you learn how to talk to people, negotiation, making sure that your client's happy, not just – and at the same time, um, obviously taking the interest of your company at heart and making sure that everyone is happy at the end of the day. So networking is very important and talking to people, looking for opportunities. That's that's what I've always done and that's what anyone should be doing. Okay, Riza, we're now going to get to our fire questions. Are you ready? Fire away. I cannot live without. Adventure. I love adventure. My secret weapon is? People skills. I'd say... I'm good with working with people and seeing things from their perspective. Oh, wow. <laughs> now I want that. Um, I always have. I always have seen the positive in everything that I do. Always. Never look at the negatives. I will never. Never do anyone down. I hope. I hope to see a lot more ladies in construction. It's it's not a man's world. Um, you guys can definitely step in. <laughs> I have to applaud that. Thank you for that. No, it's only a um, Riza, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for, for um, doing this also with us and just sharing, you know, like a typical day in your life as well with us. We really appreciate thank that. Thank you. If there's any students that want to come around and see what it's all about, our doors are always open. and We can take them out on a project. So they that must always exciting. feel free to contact us at any point. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's only a pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.